0: Hi, my name is Rabbi Dr. Yosef Shagalov. Welcome to the second Yalde Shluch HaRabbi podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk about five psych- psychological concepts that we need to convey to our children. These five concepts are, number one, respect. Number two, ability and achievement. Number three, love and attention. Number four, autonomy and independence. And number five, trust. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about these five concepts or needs as different and discrete topics. However, in reality, the five concepts can overlap. Still, it's important to talk about them as separate topics to help clarify their importance. There are many physical and psychological needs we as parents provide to our children on a regular basis. Physical needs are things like security, such as a safe home, health, visits to the doctor, Clothing, buying new clothes and shoes for our children, things like that. Food, making sure that they have eaten. Money, and many more physical needs. Emotional and psychological needs are things which are less tangible, but just as necessary and sometimes even more necessary. Things like a good education, a good Yiddish achinuch, a loving family, values and a sense of meaning, a feeling for Yiddishkeit, discipline, their hearts and things like that. The ones I will talk about are just as important. They are often impor- imparted to our children through the more tangible things we provide to our children. But I will talk about these five specifically. The first one is respect, conveying to our children a sense of respect. I'm referring to let our children know that they are respected, they are worthy, important and relevant. And who they are and what they have to offer is valuable to us. A child learns that he's valuable to his parents by how he's regarded. The comments he makes are important. His questions are considered. At the youngest age, when a child cries and is picked up by his parents, he or she realizes she's relevant. As he or she gets older, a child feels important and knows they are relevant because we take them seriously. Their concerns are listened to. The contribution to the family is recognized. We teach respect to our children by the way we respect their privacy, the way we respect their property. When children feel respected, they learn what respect is, and they, in return, can be respectful of others. Good teachers know that the first step in teaching children to be respectful is by being respectful to them, treating them with concern and with dignity. This does not mean that our children, chas shalom are always right. It also doesn't mean that we can't teach them right from wrong. What it does mean, that we teach them these things in a way which maintains their dignity, not by minimizing their dignity, but by respecting who they are. Sarcasm, embarrassment, shaming, are all forms of discipline which end up shaming a child. And though they may learn the immediate lesson we try to teach them with the sarcasm, it will also convey to them the feeling that they are not worth our dignity. When a child doesn't feel respected or worthwhile, he doesn't feel his actions are worthwhile. This can lead to not caring about doing the right thing because it doesn't matter anyway. He may not care about doing negative things either because he feels like what he does doesn't make a difference anyway. When a child feels he's a respected human being or she feels she's a respected human being, They are more likely to live up to that feeling of respect and won't want to let down the people around them and will want to maintain the feeling of respect they get from others. In turn, they are more likely to respect others too. The second concept and need for our children is the need to feel able and accomplished. The feeling that he or she is able to achieve their goals. The feeling that they are capable, able and successful. When a child feels he or she can achieve their goals, then the effort is worth it. Different children gain a sense of accomplishment from different things. When a child feels a sense of success in one area, it often leads to a willingness to work harder in other areas. It makes it also easier to deal with the difficulties in other areas. What can we do to help our children feel successful? The answer is putting them in an environment which lets them succeed. Here's some examples from my experience. Putting your son in a child, too hard for him, may sound impressive to family and friends, but may set the child up to fail because the bar is set too high. Putting your daughter in a class too easy for her may make her feel she didn't have to work for that success. To create an environment of accomplishment and achievement requires lots of forethought from parents and lots of planning. Choosing the right school where the child can succeed if a child has difficulty with academics, it may mean getting your son or daughter the necessary help, either a tutor for homework, extra time with a teacher, one-on-one help from a parent. Sometimes it may require you to talk to the teacher to help them understand the unique abilities and needs of your son or daughter or daughter, so they can create realistic goals for your child. Sometimes it might take you listening to the teacher and hearing from the teacher or a professional what your child's real abilities are so that you can set goals which are realistic for them. Children thrive on their successes, and when they succeed, they usually are motivated to try harder. When your child feels they are failing again and again, it does not motivate them to try harder. It makes them give up. From a young age, set realistic expectations which require effort but are achievable. If you see they can't achieve, make sure they have or get the skill set they need to be able to achieve. When your daughter's in a math class and not doing well, maybe she needs someone, some one-on-one help to help her learn the skills. If your son is struggling in yeshiva, maybe it's time to speak to the administration to get him a tutor to help him gain the extra skills he needs. Life is not always for your children about academics. For some children... Their sense of accomplishment and self-pride may come from an extracurricular activity like music, singing or playing an instrument, something they might be able to achieve better than academics, art, maybe design, drawing, etc., learning or or excelling at a sport or an activity like karate or something like that, learning or excelling at any hobby or activity which may be meaningful to them. A sense of accomplishment and achievement is very important. Keep your eyes open to find those things which will give your child their feeling of success and accomplishment and which makes them feel valuable. The third concept or need I'd like to talk about is love and attention. Love is an emotion and a need we are all familiar with, especially today when there are so many distractions vying for a child's attention. Our child needs to know that we love them and are ready to give them our attention. It is not easy for us to give extensive time and effort to each one of our children, especially when we have large families of 10 or 15 children in a family. Fortunately, it's not the quality that counts, but the quality. When a child feels their love coming from home, they go home to feel loved. When they don't feel their need for love fulfilled at home, They gravitate to other places to find love and affection. There are ways to convey to a child love and concern, even when we are too busy to spend lots of time with them. For example, when we do spend time with them, make it quality time. Let them know that at this moment you are with them, they are more important than a phone call or than whatever else may be competing for your attention. When your child sees that they are the most important thing, they know they are loved and cared about by you. I have heard from many a young man or a young woman who told me that they realized how loved they were because their parents took off from their work, sometimes only one day in an entire year, to come visit them in school. When they asked the parents what they're doing there in school, their parents said to them, "I'm just here to drop in to say hello and to see how you're doing. I had some time, so I came." Or I didn't have time, and I made some time to see you. This is a thoughtful gesture which can have a lifetime impact. Taking time to sit and learn with your child on a weekly basis. If you find learning is too difficult to do, make time to play with your child. Ask your child questions about their life. Ask them about their friends. Try to remember the names of the friends or the names of the teachers, if you can, and ask them about their day on a regular basis. Boys especially tend to feel uncomfortable to talk to you about their day. But don't give up. Keep asking. In the end, your child will begin sharing what's important to them, or even they will share trivial things, but they will get the message that they are loved and they're cared about. We talk a lot about Ava Hashem in Chassidus. But unfortunately, I have seen that sometimes our children don't relate to the concept of loving Hashem. Sometimes it's not because Hashem is a concept too hard for them to relate to, but because Ava, the reality of love, is a concept too abstract for them to relate to. For a child to understand Ava Hashem, they first need to know what love is. And you, as the parent, can teach them that. So, in summary, in this podcast I have covered three of the five topics I wanted to talk about number one respect significance number two a child's need to feel able and accomplished number three a child's need to feel loved and positive regard please stay tuned for the next podcast Rami Yitzhashem I hope to talk about the last two number four independence and autonomy number five trust. Thank you for listening. Again, my name is Rabbi Dr. Shagalov. For more information about these topics or for questions, I can be reached at drshagalov, that's one word, drshagalov, at gmail.com, or at 612-998-5669. Thank you, and kultuv.